0: Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast. couple of little announcements, little church announcements. First, make sure you guys are subscribed to my YouTube channel. Y'all, I did my very first vlog. I ain't never did no vlog before. <laughs> Not 100% sure I'll do a vlog again, but I haven't done one before. And so my team wanted to test out some new stuff, so... They told me what to do. We did this vlog. It's really funny because this is like kind of the first time someone's basically been recording me as I'm just being myself. And so seeing it put together, I'm cracking up. At myself like it's one part of the vlog where it's three of us trying to put my stroller down and before I left I told BJ I was like show me how to put this stroller down because I'm not trying to play myself we're gonna be recording for the vlog while we're doing the shoot and I'm not trying to play myself and look like I don't know what I'm doing and that is exactly what happened I not know what I was doing <laughs> my son don't go nowhere. It's a pandemic. He don't go nowhere but to grandma house. So he's he's never really in the stroller. So I never use it. But it was so funny. But it was, it was cool to kind of give you guys more so of a behind the scenes. Because on the podcast, it's all about delivering God's message. Like every podcast, that is my purpose is to deliver God's message. So we thought it would be really cool to kind of show you guys some behind the scenes on my YouTube channel. And I actually want to do like maybe like a series or something on a podcast specifically about marketing because there's so many things that I want to break down. Like I showed you guys the behind the scenes of like getting ready for the photo shoot, but I wanted to, I want to really go in as far as like, Why we did a photo shoot, why we do photo shoots at all, how we decide what's going to be worn, how we decide what shots are going to be taken, how we decide everything. You know what I mean? Like, how do you manage multiple brands under one umbrella and multiple brand personalities? Because Anchor Media is the business. Um, Blessed and Bossed Up is a brand under Anchor Media, which has a whole different voice, look, and feel than Anchor Media. Tatum, to me and me, the brand, the personal brand, has a different feel. Than Anchor Media and a different look and feel from Blessed and Bossed Up. And so it's a, a very strategic process to make sure that we're meeting the goals of each individual brand in the way that each individual brand um, needs to be addressed or presented. So it's so much that I want to break down marketing wise. So I think now that I'm back and really knee deep in marketing, because marketing is like an area that I focus heavily in, in business for y'all that don't know, my background is in marketing. And so, um, marketing is that vehicle that drives sales. And so marketing is something that I invest very heavily in my time, my energy, and my resources, because it's going to get me the return on investment that I'm looking for. And it's so important in a business in general. So I definitely think I should do a series on that. I'm like thinking out loud while I'm really (laughs) recording right now. But let me know. Go to Blessed and Bossed Up's Instagram and comment on our post if you would like to hear um, more episodes about marketing. And if so, put your specific marketing questions in the comments so that we could do like a series or something and really go in so that you guys are making sure that your marketing plans for the rest of this year as well as next year are on point. Speaking of Instagram, follow Blessed and Bossed Up at Blessed and Bossed Up on Instagram. We're really, really close to our 10,000 followers. We're trying to get that swipe up feature on the page because we have a lot of cool content and that swipe up feature makes things so convenient. So go and follow at Blessed and Bossed Up on Instagram and follow me too at Tatum to me. I've been showing a lot uh behind the scenes, at home stuff, and I'm having a pretty good time just being a little bit more open um on my page and stuff like that. So, now that we got these church announcements out the way. Today's episode is titled How to Prepare for What You Want Before You Get It. If it's one thing I've learned over the last few months is like the importance of preparation. And it's one thing that honestly has been a secret to my success so far in business has been preparation. So I wanted to talk about this with you guys because I believe that there are a lot of you guys who are believing in God for some things. There are a lot of you guys who are in a waiting season who um, you are preparing for some things and you may be losing hope. And so, or there may be a lot of you guys who have these grandiose ideas or visions and things that you're working towards, but you don't, or things that you want, but you don't necessarily know where to start to accomplish those things. So I wanted to talk about this in an effort to give you guys some clarity and somewhere to start so that you can start truly putting the work in behind what you want. Now, to be clear, what we're going to go over today is not for you to speed up any process. We all have a process that we have to go through before we get to the promise and speeding up the process is actually going to rob you of the lessons that you're supposed to learn in this season. So don't use this as an excuse to fuel you rushing God, because that's not what this is about. This is to help you get some uh, clarity, help you get some specific steps, but it is not to get you to whatever goals that you have quicker. Because we don't rush God's timing and moving outside of God's timing is a lot more dangerous and a lot more unhealthy for you than whatever anxiety or um, discomfort that you may be feeling right now while you're waiting for the promise to come to pass. So this is going to be a really quick episode. We're going to get right into four different points for how to prepare for what you want before you get it. So the first thing that you need to do to prepare is you need to identify where it is that you want to be, but double check whose plan it is. I'm going to say that one more time. Identify where it is you want to be, but double check whose plan it is. Because remember, God is our CEO, you guys. We're building businesses on biblical principles. Holy spirit is guiding us on our path to success and our path to what he has for us. It's not our plan. And a lot of us get so ambitious and get so hustler, get this hustler mentality that we get ahead of ourselves and we get ahead of God and we get outside the will of God. And so we end up in that place, like we talked about before where we're going to him for him to bless our plan as opposed to us going to him with a blank slate, and asking what it is that he wants us to do. So when you're preparing for your next level or whatever it is that you're believing in God for, identify what that is, but double check whose plan it is. When I think back to my entrepreneurial uh, journey thus far, like I really got into entrepreneurship with Tatum's plan, just keeping it 100% real with y'all. I don't know there, uh, we get new listeners all the time. So for those that are not familiar with my story, I became an entrepreneur in 2015. My first business was a youth program because I wanted to be the, the person that I needed as a teenager. And so I created a program. It wasn't a nonprofit. It was a for-profit program. And I had all of these plans for what I was going to do with it. But what had happened was we got some traction very quickly. I was in schools, doing running my program, semester after semester, building the relationships that I needed. I was on a very clear path to having success there. But what I realized was that I didn't like the business behind that. I liked the work. So I liked working with the girls. I liked seeing them grow. I liked tracking their success, but I didn't like the business. I didn't like selling to schools that they need a mentorship program because I was annoyed at the fact that I had to sell that hard. It was like, y'all don't see that they, the, the girls need this. Like it was just irritating to me. So I was like, you know what? I don't want to do this as the business. But instead, I want to come back to this as something that I do to give back. So then after that, I was like, okay, well, what am I going to do for the business? And so I've been in marketing. Marketing is my trade. Been in marketing since forever. All the jobs that I had was in marketing and sales. And that was my sweet spot. I'm really, really good at building businesses and marketing them to their intended audiences. So I decided that I was going to do that. I was going to be a business coach who helped people build brands that made money, that reached their intended audience and all that good stuff. But during that, and that's where the podcast originally started as a marketing tool for me to funnel people into my coaching business. But that was my plan, right? I wanted to be rich and regular. That was always my goal. And with the coaching business, I was on another, once again, a path to success. I was getting clients. I was growing. I was right where I needed to be. But at that same time, I was building my relationship with God on the back end. And I started to realize that I needed to get on board with his plan. Because I am I was sitting there going to him all frustrated saying, God, and bef- because before I was getting those clients, I had quit my job and I was in like a rough spot. I'm like, God, I just left my job. And at that time, it was God who told me to leave my job. So I was 100% in faith. I had a business coach. Yes. Um, I had prepared to lead, leave. Yes. But I was on my plan and I was now making this transition of getting off Tatum's bus and getting on God's bus. So when I did that, when I got on board with his plan, the rich and regular plan for my life had to go. It had to be burnt up because God didn't create me to be rich and regular. God cr- called me. God's hand is on me. God created me to to take over nations. God created me to be a leader. God created me for for such a time as this to lead to lead um, a platform of this magnitude. Talking about the podcast like he created me to help other people build Uh, platforms of this magnitude for his glory. He created me for so much bigger than what I was settling for. And so I had to take a step back when it came to preparing for what I want, what I wanted though. and, And here's the thing. A lot of us, we want what God wants for us, But our methodology and God's methodology is, is different. And so we forego doing his plan his way because our plan makes sense to us. And his might be a little bit too vague or his comes with too much uncertainty. His comes with, it makes you too anxious because you got to say yes to a bunch of stuff that you don't really know what you're saying yes to. But at the end of the day, when you do say yes to God's plan, it's going to be 10 times better than whatever it is that you could have come up with. But nevertheless, I realized that what I wanted for me is what God wanted for me. But the way God wanted me to get there was different than what I wanted. So my plan was to be rich and regular, but I, I wanted wealth. I wanted to have a happy family. I wanted to do something that was impactful in this world. I wanted to be able to, um, leave something for my grandkids. I wanted to set that my next generation up better than I was set up. Like I wanted to leave a legacy. I wanted to have peace and health and be happy and all of these things, right? All of these things I wanted, God wanted for me too, But the way to get there and what that looks like was different from what I had in mind. This episode is brought to you by Stamps.com. Right now things are opening back up where the pandemic is still here, but we're trying to figure out what life looks like right now and adjusting to a new normal. But one thing that we have to always do is be smart about how we do business. And a great thing about Stamps.com is they make things so much easier thousands of small business owners have discovered the benefits of stamps.com in the last few months. So a lot of people have been able to keep their businesses running and avoid any crowds at the post office by doing everything right from their computer. And with stamps.com, you can print postage on demand and avoid going to the post office altogether. Then on top of that, you'll save money with discounted rates that you wouldn't even have gotten if you would have went to the post office in the first place. You simply use your computer to print official U.S. postage 24-7. You use it for any letter, any package, any class of mail, anywhere that you want to send it. And then once your mail is ready, just leave it for your mail carrier, schedule a pickup, or drop it off in a mailbox. It could be that simple. And just like I said, with stamps.com, you get great discounts. You get 5% off of every stamp and up to 62% off of USPS and UPS shipping rates. So stamps.com, you guys, is a no-brainer to save you time and money. And right now, my listeners get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale without any long-term commitment. Just go to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in BLESSED. That's stamps.com, enter code BLESSED. Let's get back to the show. So for you guys, going back to the main point, identify where it is that you want to be, but divorce yourself from your way of getting there. God's going to give us the desires of our hearts. So it's okay to say, God, I want to have a successful business. I want to um, be a wife. I want to be a mom. I want to be wealthy. I want to be able to give back in major ways, like Come to him with these, with this plan or this destination that you have for yourself, but just make sure that as you're coming to him with these things though, that you double check whose plan it is. Have you decided how you're going to get there or are you really open to him changing the way, the way that those things come about? So when I went to God with what I wanted, I I, I identified what it is I wanted. I checked whose plan it was. And at that time, it was my plan. I had this trajectory that I was going to have this business coaching program and I was going to become a millionaire that way. And I was just going to be minding my business. When I went to him with my plan, he checked me and say, no, now you're still going to be happy and, and healthy and you're still going to have the family that you want. You're still going to be wealthy. You're still going to be able to give back all of these things, all these desires of your heart. I want those for you too. But this is my plan for how you're going to get there. And I need you to check your attitude and your intentions to make sure that you don't want any of these things more than you want me. And so a part of God's plan for us is for us to please him first, for us to serve him and not people and not money and not things and not our goals or our ambitions. So an attitude adjustment and was huge for me. And i spoke spoken at a little bit last week about reading Jeremiah, but an attitude adjustment was one thing that he used to prepare me. And then in addition to that, he then started showing me what it is I needed to change. So again, those of you guys who aren't familiar with my story, I had to shut down the coaching program. I couldn't take no more clients. I had the podcast, but I had to cut it off the way that it was and change it completely over. That's when we changed it to blessed and bossed up. That's when I stopped having a co-host and doing it uh, myself. So at this point I had no revenue streams. And on the surface, it looked like God's plan was leading me, leaving me worse off than my plan was because my plan had me on a trajectory for success. I was, like I said, I was getting new clients. I was growing. The podcast was growing as it was. God's plan had me like broke. (laughs) God's plan had me broke for a minute, like a good year and a half. Like when I say a minute, I mean like a good year and a half. God's plan had me out here like, what is going on? But again, that's why the attitude adjustment had to be made. Because not only... Because last week, remember, I talked about how success is pleasing God. So I made the decision that my definition of success was going to be pleasing God. But I did—I had to make that decision, not just in what I said, but what I did. And when I wasn't seeing any money come in, was I still going to choose God plan on my own? Was I going to take up another contract because I didn't trust that God, or I wanted to fake like I didn't hear God right when he told me to shut down my coaching program completely? Or was I going to create some service or some product real quick so I can make some money as opposed to listening to God when he said, I'll tell you what to do next. And so I believe I tell you guys that part of my story. So you can look at me now to see it's a total difference now and what he's done for my business and, and what we've been able to do in such a short period of time and how it's a total difference from where I was in that season. And so I tell you guys that story because I believe there may be some of you who are kind of stuck at this step, like you've identified where it is that you want to be. You've double checked whose plan it is. And so you, and you've made this, the decision to do God's plan, but you're in this place where it's like, God's plan don't seem like it's is working out too well. Your plan seemed like it worked out better. And so I want you to understand that don't grow weary and doing the right thing. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Mental health is so, so important, especially with everything that's going on in the world, getting used to this new normal, and then going to have to, of course, transition into something else as the world changes. It can be very mentally taxing um, to us as individuals. And so our, our mental health is just so important that we really take control of it right now. And we really take an active approach on making sure that we're mentally well. Counseling is here for you. BetterHelp is the world's largest e-counseling platform. So for me, with my busy schedule, it's sometimes really hard to research and make appointments with in-person counselors. So I need something that's very, very convenient and something that will easily integrate into my lifestyle. And I find myself sometimes, honestly, not even going to counseling at all because it's not typically offered at that level of convenience that I need. But with BetterHelp, they will connect you with a professional counselor in a safe and private online environment. It is super convenient, you guys. You can now get help on your own time and at your own pace. Also, BetterHelp is available worldwide. So no matter where you are on the globe, BetterHelp is available for you. You can schedule secure video or phone sessions, plus chat and text with your therapist. Anything that you share is totally confidential. And on top of all of that, you can start communicating with your therapist in under 24 hours. So if you need to talk to somebody ASAP, BetterHelp will get you with someone in under 24 hours. And best of all, it's truly an affordable option. And on top of it being affordable already, Blessed and Bossed Up listeners get 10% off your first month with discount code BLESSED. So why not get started today, you guys? Go to betterhelp.com slash BLESSED. Simply fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs and you get matched with a counselor that you'll love. That's betterhelp.com slash BLESSED. Let's get back to the show. Galatians 6, 9 needs to be your anchored scripture. Like write that thing down and put it on a sticky note everywhere that you see it. It says, let us not become weary and doing good for at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. So again, I, I wanted to go on that slight little rant a little bit because I believe there are some of you guys who are listening right now who are growing weary and doing things God's way, especially Right now, because we are in a pandemic and a lot of us are spending a lot more time indoors, you have a lot more time to think about where you're at. But you have to take those thoughts into creativity and control what you think about. Tell your thoughts, any thought that rises up against what God has told you and the plan that you're on, send that joker out, send it back to the hell that it came from and remind the enemy that he can't come run rampant in your mind. So tell anxiety that it has no place there because the Bible says to be anxious for nothing. And, but instead, or, but in everything in prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds through Jesus Christ. That's Philippians four, six through seven. So if you're in that spot, if you're that person that I'm talking to who is struggling right now, Because God's plan isn't fun. Do not grow weary in doing good because you will reap a harvest for it. And I wanted to tell a little bit of my story because I believe that a lot of times we look at people for where they are and we forget where they came from. And me personally, one of the things that I do Um, For myself, is I never want to not be in awe of God. I always think about where I came from. I always think about where, when I ain't have two nickels to rub together. I always think about when I felt foolish because my boyfriend at the time had to do a lot for me, and I wanted to be an independent woman, but I couldn't afford to be an independent woman because I ain't had nobody while I was doing things God's way. So now, when I'm able to do things and purchase things that I wasn't able to buy before, or when I'm able to. It's like something small, like buy diapers and not even think about how much it costs, like small things like that are a big deal for me because I know where I came from. And it's a blessing to be able to do business full time. It's been three years for me at this point. It's a blessing to be here and to see what my business has grown to. And it's so fulfilling to know that I did it God's way and that I could have not because we still have free will. I could have gone back to Tatum's plan and got back on Tatum's bus because it looked like it was working, but I made a decision. Because remember, we talked about decisions a lot, guys. I made a decision that I was going to do it God's way. And even when it was painful, I still decided to do it God's way. So do not allow the enemy, your favorite influencer, any business coach that you see or whatever, make you think that doing something other than what God told you to do is going to make you successful because it's a lie. And even if it does make you successful, then you will, it will never measure up to what God have for you. Nothing that I could have came up with for my life would have ever measured up to what God had for me. How dare I dumb down who he called me to be because my way made more sense to me. I don't know nothing. I don't know everything everything. God is the all-knowing God. God knows the infinite beginning. So who am I to think that something that I could come up with in my little head is going to compare to whatever it, to the plan that he has for me. And that's what we have to remind ourselves of because what we focus on magnifies and we spend so much time looking at our circumstances, we forget who is the orchestrator of those circumstances and who can be the one to pluck us about them circumstances just like that. And if for any reason he allows you to stay in them, that there's a reason for that. There's something he wants you to learn in that. There's something he wants you to see in that. And that's something that's going to be useful for what you're going going to be doing in the future. I was just telling somebody this morning that, Um, I was, it's crazy how I was so frustrated at my nine to five before I left to be a full time entrepreneur. I was so mad because I'm at this nine to five and I want to be bossed up. I want to work for myself. I don't want no boss. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. But it's the very skills that I was learning in the company that I was at that I'm using right now in my business. When I worked at my nine to five, I was and then on top of that. I met my husband at that job. So imagine if I would have left before God told me to. My husband came on a job like a year and some change after I was already there. So imagine if I would have left before my time because I wanted to be so bossed up and I thought my plan was better and I was going to take this quote unquote leap of faith. I would have missed my blessing. (laughs) Plan. Plan. And so in that job, though, I worked with all of the executives. I worked with everybody who was in charge of making decisions for a multimillion dollar company. So now as I'm building God's vision, I now I can take those skills because I've been in the boardrooms. I've been in in the conversations that a lot of people don't get to have at their jobs. And now I, I could take that knowledge and apply it to this empire that God has me building. So everything that I was doing there was useful for what he had for me. So imagine if I was to be so focused on quitting or so focused on my surroundings or the fact that I'm still in this job I would have missed what God needed me to learn in order to build the vision that he had for me I didn't know that I would be here three years later I had no idea but he knew he knew and I ain't even really mean to go off like that but that's how this podcast works that's what makes this podcast great is the fact that this is not my show I may be the voice but or the voice that you hear the name or the face that you see on the graphics, but this is a Holy spirit led show. And I got my whole show notes and all of that stuff, but I'm going to speak what the Lord tells me to speak every single time because that's my responsibility. And that's what comes with saying yes to God and and giving up my plan for his is that I have to do and say what it is that he tells me to do and say when he tells me to do and say it, because he's going to hold me accountable to that. And the same for you, same for you. He's going to hold you accountable to these things that he's showing you. So don't choose wrong. Don't choose your plan over God's plan. Choose his every single time in the midst of the frustration, in the midst of not understanding what's going on, in the midst of everybody thinking that you're crazy. Choose him. Let me calm myself down. Y'all know I begin hype. <laughs> Let me relax a little bit because I definitely didn't mean to go there. That was not on my notes. I definitely didn't mean to do all that, but that's what happens. If y'all been listening to the show long enough, you already know. But that was point number one. We are just going go ahead and put a little pin in that one and move on. Point number one was identify where it is you want to be and double check whose plane it is. Point number two, count the cost. So after you have identified the goal. You've double checked that this is God's plan and not your plan. Now, the part that you have to do is count the cost of what it's going to take to get you there. And so for me, using myself as an example, I've always wanted to have it all in a sense of I wanted the business success, I wanted to be able to fulfill everything that God set out for me to do in the earth. I've always wanted to be able to, while doing that, have a happy family, have children that respect me, that I spend time with, that are growing up and following God themselves, who have their own relationship with God. I want my household to be in order. I want my husband to love me the same way it says in Proverbs. Let me find it. In Proverbs 31, in verse um, 28, it says that her children stand and bless her. Her husband praises her. There are many virtuous and capable women in the world, but you surpass them all. Like, I want that vibe for my life, like, to where my dealings are profitable. I dress in fine linens. Like, I'm just out here having it all, obeying God happy. My skin is clear. I'm drinking my water. My edges are laid. I may have a wig on, but I got a lot of hair that's health and flourishing underneath the wig. Like that is what I wanted. Like that was my goal. And I knew because I could find it in scripture that that was also, um, God's plan for my life as well. Then it was time for me to really count the cost of that. And so what that looked like for me prior to being married or having a son is I didn't want to build a business that I had to be a slave to. So passive income was always huge with me. And that's why I hope that you guys, if you listen to Raven's episode, really take advantage of the things that she offers um, Because whether you're a mom or not, passive income is so, so important. And so even before I became a wife and a mom, passive income was huge for me. I was always thinking about things that I could create that were passive so that I have the freedom of my time to dedicate it to my future family. And more recently, now that I have that family, because it's not enough to just... Get these things like to become a wife or become a mom, like all that sounds great, but I want, like the scripture says, like the scripture doesn't say she was a wife and a mom, the scripture says that her children stand and bless her, her husband praises her. That means that she was revered and loved and respected in the community as well as in her household. So that's what I want more so than just having the titles. And with that, more recently, when I found out that I was pregnant and even before I got, um, even before I found out I was pregnant and I was married before I got married, I was like, okay, now I need to change some things because my priorities are changing. Now I'm becoming one with somebody else. So now the, the hierarchy of God family business, he's now number two, because I'm the type of person where. If I'm not your wife, I'm not playing wife. Like I'm not stopping what I'm doing in my business because you called me or like, no, you're my boyfriend. And in order for you to graduate to, uh, anything above boyfriend privileges, you need to make that commitment. That was always my mentality. I I would literally tell BJ, you've reached like your capacity at boyfriend level. I'm not doing that. <laughs> and if you know me in real life, you know, that is exactly what came out of my mouth. But, um, when I got married, it's like, okay, now I gotta, gotta change that attitude because he is more important than the business. Now he only comes second to God. So I needed to change my mindset. I needed to change the way that I operated to where I was a lot more considerate of him because now I'm married. And so now having my son and looking at where my business is at this point, cause back then I was in grind mode. So I had to prioritize my grinding in a sense, so that I wasn't grinding myself into a divorce. But, um, even now the way that my business is now is a little bit more, um, it's a lot more stable a lot more predictable in a sense um, we and we've created a lot of like repeatable processes. So it's not like a, every month isn't up in the air. Like I can easily project how much I'm gonna make. And if I wanna make more for whatever reason or if there's something I wanna do, I can easily look at what we've done and duplicate something to reach whatever goals that I might have. But even though the business is stable, that doesn't mean that I want to be stagnant. I still have bigger goals. God has shown me more and given me more instructions on things that I'm supposed to do. And so now counting the cost, what is the cost of having this successful business and having a successful family? And and for me, the... the um. The key to having it all the way that I want it to is having help. Like the Proverbs 31 woman had help. And so that meant... So I had to sit down and figure out like, okay, how can I delegate as much as possible? I need to do the only the things that I can do and everything else needs to go to somebody else. So I had to make hiring decisions in my business. So I hired my assistant way before um, I gave birth and I recently hired a marketing manager because administrative stuff and marketing take up the most time in my business. So I delegated those things out. Now, when I show up, I'm only doing the things that I could do. So if we have like a podcast audit, like we got one that we have to do the next couple of weeks. If we have a podcast audit to do, only I can do that part. If there is a retreat or something, only I can do certain aspects of the retreat this podcast, only I can get on the microphone and talk. If I delegated the show, y'all would be like, what are you doing? But again, the cost of having it all meant investing in help. And so hiring people, I had to count the physical, like the actual numerical cost of that. How much is it going to cost for me to hire an assistant, for me to hire a marketing manager in my household? I'm not trying to be spending time cleaning all of that. Like, I don't like cleaning my house. I just have somebody else do it. So how much is it going to cost for me to have the cleaning people come and clean in my house? If I I know that I want to set my son up for the future, how much is that going to cost? So I counted all of these costs and I prepared for it. So before having the baby, I did the business bestie bundle, five figures for a week and a half worth of work. Introduced another retreat, sold out in 24 hours. So then I was able to boost myself financially really quickly so that I can then um, invest in the other areas of having it all. So like I said, hiring people, having um, extra money to be able to hire cleaners, investing in my son's future, stuff like that. Even counting the cost for his future. What does his future look like? I'm asking myself what do I want his future to be as far as finances go? I know that I want him to I want him to go to college, but I also want him to if he goes to not have to go in debt to go to college. So that's something I'm thinking about now. I want my son to own a home. That's something I'm thinking about now. I want him to be able to work for his family business, as opposed to having to work for somebody else. So just thinking about all of these things, counting the cost of that. Like if I want my son to not have to pay for college, that's a lot of money I'm going to have to, I'm going to need to have. And the way to make sure that it's manageable for me to get there is I need to start saving now. And so before he was even born, while I was still pregnant, I opened up an account for, um, for him, a, a, a very low risk certificate account that had a good interest rate, we earned 3% on the money in his certificate. And we put money there over all the holidays that happened when I was pregnant. I was like, listen, don't buy me no toys. Don't buy no diapers. We can handle like his basic necessities. Put money in his certificate. I gave my family and close people his account number, put money in his certificate And now we've just so far watched that grow. And now I think um, I got a really good rate at Navy Federal and it was like a year long certificate. So now that's going to come up to an end at the end of this year. Now I could take the money. It has made money over the past year. I can take that out, put that somewhere else and do it all over again. But counting the cost of, what am I going to need to financially invest now for my son to be set up later? And so all of those things that I just listed out had dollar amounts attached to them. Hiring people costs money. So I need to write down how much that costs. And, and hiring people means that they need to be paid consistently. So how much money do I need to be making in my business to where we're still stable and comfortable, but we're also growing and able to pay people um, competitive rates. How much money do I need to to have in order to make sure I have somebody coming in to claim my house consistently? Like, like I said, all of these things have dollar amounts to them. And then even thinking about the future, there are big plans that we have for Anchor Media. There's like plans that we have is going to take us six figures to do, like not, not six figures to make. But six figures to actually do like that's the cost that we're going to have to have in order to do a lot of the things that we want to do. But because we've already counted the cost, we're able to plan for that now. If I know I want to do that in five years and it's going to cost me six figures to do, let's say $100,000 to do, I can now determine how much I need to pay. Um, or put aside now so that I'm ready for that later. Now I need to know what I need to be learning now, what I need to start paying attention to now so that I'm set up for later, right? So I'm preparing for what I want, even though it's far down the road, it's a lot less labor intensive because I've already counted the costs and with counting the costs, I'm able to now work towards those things in small ways. So we're coming up on time. I'm going to probably break this up. I still have two more points, but I'm going to do it in like a part two episode because I don't like our episodes to get too long. So a quick recap, point number one, identify where it is you want to be and double check whose plan it is, y'all. This is like the most important step because doing all this other stuff Doesn't mean anything if you're building your vision. That's not what we do here, y'all. We build God's vision, not our own. We're not here for selfish ambition. We're here to do what it is that God created us to do. And then uh, point number two was count the cost. So after you figure out where it is you want to be, what is going to cost you? Do you need to free, free up some time? Do you need to start investing in your business? Do you need to start hiring some folks? If you can't afford to hire anybody right now, do you need to come up with a real dope internship program to where, yes, people are working for free, but you're able to invest in them in other ways um, so that they can see value in it? Like what count the cost? How much does it cost? time and money wise to get to where it is that you're trying to go, because that's going to help with the next two steps that we're going to go over next week. So thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast. Don't forget, follow at Blessed and Bossed Up. Tell me what it is that you guys want to learn marketing wise. Follow me at Tatum Tamiya. Go to my YouTube channel, Tatum Tamiya, to see the vlog that we did. And that's it. I love you guys. I will talk to you next week.